Patrick Cooch from the Carlton Footy Club. You're listening to the Coaches Panel. Dane Zorko here from the Brisbane Lions. Jason Johannesson from the Western Bulldogs. Luke Parker here from the Sydney Swans. It's Roy Sloan here from the Adelaide Crows, and you're listening to the Coaches Panel. Max Hall and Melbourne Football Club. This is Matt Fife from the Fremantle Footy Club, and you're listening to the Coaches Panel. The number two player I have in the 50 most relevant. He's a life member of his footy club. <laughs> Yet one game and one premiership medal. I'm talking about Richmond Tigers. Marlon Pickett. It was a phenomenal debut for him. And for fantasy coaches, an absolute ripping selection in 2020. To talk about him, how could I not let him talk about a premiership star? I've got Rids on. Hello, mate. Hey, buddy. How you going? Mate, I'm going about as well as Marlon Pickett is. And right about now, that is pretty darn good. Because uh, from just the one game he's played at the elite level, he's got something that many, many are striving and sadly will never attain. And that is a premiership medal. So well done to him. Highly deserves it. In terms of what this 28-year-old midfielder is priced at, he thankfully, the formats have done the right thing. They've priced him at that basement perspective. So he's just over 120000 in Supercoach, just on 170 k in AFL Fantasy, and 160000 in Dream Team. Rids, if, if we really wanted to make this podcast episode under two minutes, we could, couldn't we? Because if he's named round one, which barring injury he should be, you just pick him, don't you? Okay, so when we started talking about the list for the top 50, there was a clear number one guy, wasn't there? If he was at bargain rookie price, that was this guy. Yes. So I'm I'm assuming that there is a key obvious choice for number one. So obviously something played a part in that part. Yep. But at the end of the day, we could probably still argue this guy is still the number one most relevant player for this year because I just don't see how you don't start him because he is clearly best 22 from now on. As you said, he's won a premiership. Mm. He's had a full preseason. Yep. He's 28 years old, so you're not going to blood him. Mm-hmm. Um, guys like Brandon Ellis are no longer there. It, uh, am I... Am I missing something? No, you're not. There's nothing to miss there because for years he's been pushing so desperate to be picked up by an AFL club and for years kept getting rejected along the way for that. Thankfully, the mid-season draft comes along. The Tigers pick him up, even with an injury, with one of the final few selections. And then he plies his trades for a handful of games at the VFL, becomes a premiership hero there. And then, sadly for Jack Graham, but positively for Pickett, a spot opens up into the grand final side, and boy, oh boy, did he make it his own. 22 possessions, nine score involvements, eight inside 50s, three clearances, and then to top it all off, third in the Norm Smith medal voting. Um, from a fantasy perspective, we know what he can do. Granted, it's one game of data, but it was on the biggest stage of an all. 73 in AFL Fantasy and Dream Team, 96 in Supercoach. Again, I agree with you, mate. Even with... Um, you know, with Graham coming back into the side, he's a lock, isn't he? He's an absolute lock. He's actually probably in the first 12 players chosen now because he's got a full preseason under him. He doesn't have an injury. Yep. He would have played most of last year if he didn't hurt his thumb. Yeah. So at the end of the day, I just, yeah, I just don't know what else we can say. If you are playing fantasy football in 2020 Mm -hmm. and you do not select picket, delete team, uppercut yourself, give up on life, just 
Don't even try oh, anymore. It's, You're, it's all over. Yeah, you, you're getting too cute. Let, let's be honest. We, we know what he can do. Thankfully, like I said at the top, all of the formats did the right thing by us where they could have very easily priced him at what he did in that grand final. But they went, no, no, no. They all did the right thing. So credit to him for doing it, which was he didn't play in the home and away season. Therefore, it didn't affect his fantasy score or his fantasy price point. So, look, credit to all the formats for doing that. They could have. But the big, big question is, what can he do this year? For, for years, Rids, ever since Geelong picked up Tim Kelly at pick 24 in the 2017 draft, every mature age player has been contrasted, rightly or wrongly, to Tim Kelly. However, Marlon Pickett looks like he could challenge him. In Kelly's debut season, as a reference point, um, he had averaged 86 in AFL fantasy, six tons, and a further four games between 90 and 99. In Supercoach, he averaged 93, which was made up of eight tons and an additional four other scores in the 90s. And gosh, if Pickett goes anywhere near that, which history, albeit one game in the grand final, shows he could, then we've got ourselves probably the best cash cow of the year. Yeah, but you don't even have to worry about that. Like, let's he's, he's the first picket. Mm. Like, in your team, he should be the first picket. Oh, no. See what I did? Oh, See? get out. Dad joke, mate. I'm into it. Get yeah. out. Look, like, the reality is he only has to average 60-65. Yeah. And that's across the formats. That's the reality. So what's, what are we talking? 12 disposals, a couple of marks, maybe a goal. A tackle, yeah. You know, at the end of the day, the number one most frustrating thing about Pickett this year is that he doesn't have DPP. That's yes. the only thing. That's the most frustrating thing for me because I think he pl- he plays half forward as much as he plays on the ball. Yeah. So the reality is we probably missed out that he's not DPP and the reality is, again, we potentially, and I'm, I'm saying this potentially, mm. if he was a forward, he probably he would have been could number almost one. have been a keeper. Yeah, like, that's true. Like, for the season. So, end of the day, like, just don't muck around. Like, he's going to be named round one, barring injury. Totally so, agree. if he gets injured, what happens is happens. You just move on. Mm. But he is still relevant for the year because when he comes in, he is basement price. Yeah. I just, I if you're not picking him, you need to really give it up. There, there like, is no benefit to picking him, not just because of what we know he can do, but because his ownership is so high. Yes, Richmond are, are bustling for talent pushing in. Graham's going to find a way in. Stack's going to find a way in. They want to give Riley Collier Dawkins games, I'm sure of it. But you're right. Pickett's in that best bunch of their side. There is no reward in going against him. There is no reward in p- not picking him. Just pick him if he's named round one, which is only if he's injured, he won't be, and enjoy the ride because he's going to be the best cash cow of the year, in my viewpoint, for 2020. So, I mean, at the end of the day, the only reason why he's not number one right now is because of the draft formats, and we do it across everything. Yeah. So the draft formats, obviously, there's going to be someone else that potentially would be as close to a number one pick across all the drafts, and he's also going to have high membership ownership over the course of all the formats. So, so I mean, it's arguable, though. It's a toss of the coin. Yeah, it was so, totally a toss of a coin between this guy and the guy who I've got at number one. That's how highly yeah. rated he is. And you know how crazy people will be? People won't... like. I mean, they shouldn't be a surprise this guy's in the top two. No. But people will be surprised because they think it's like the best selection of the year or whatever, you know, the highest average. Highest scorers the for the year, yeah. Scorers for the year. But the fact of the matter is, it's the most relevant. This yeah. guy has to be in at least 
97.5% of teams, <laughs> if, he's, if his name... I mean, if that's not relevant, I don't know what is. I don't know either. Look, it, we, we've said enough about him from a salary cap perspective. Should he be fit and firing, he'll be named round one. And if that's the case, just... Make it easy for yourself. Pick him, put him on the ground, and he'll be one of the best for the year. Let's talk drafts, though. Rid's in a single-season league. He's probably going in those similar positions like a Matt Rowell is, you know, those final few selections where there's plenty of upside, the potential ability to gain a forward status in AFL Fantasy and Ultimate Footy Leagues. Well, that might bump him up a few rounds earlier than that. Um, But my real question for you, Rid's, is in keeper leagues, where does he go because he's got the potential to be quite a good scorer for us there too. Yeah, but his age is a factor. Now it this is. is where this is where it probably hurts him, isn't it? The draft. Mm. So in a keeper league, potentially what you need to do is have a look if you've got any crazy Richmond supporters in your league. <laughs> because the fact of the matter is, if they come out and they win another premiership this year and you pick him up with a very late pick or something around that ballpark, I mean the reality is you've got a guy that you can trade on for a lot. Yeah. Like, he's going to be worth more. So if you don't have any Richmond supporters, though, don't go there. But in a normal draft, I still think he's worth a later pick. Absolutely. If he gets DPP, and I've already said this, like, I reckon he plays half forward, push it into the midfield. He's going to be predominantly midfield, but he'll, he'll push forward at times. There's no doubt about that. This guy could easily get DPP and mm. average you... Well, am I being unrealistic by saying anywhere from about 70 to 85? No, that's about the range I think he could do. Yeah. So, I mean, that's handy at the you know for a late pick. That's very, very handy. That's all upside. At that point of the draft, generally, you're, you're just looking for a flyer and, and a hope it sticks. Um, and if it sticks, much like a Kelly does or much like he's shown he can do in his one game at the elite level, let alone if he gets DPP or not, it's a fantastic selection. And well done to you if you've done that. Yeah, but I mean, at the end of the day, just get him. If yeah. He's salary cuts. If you're playing salary cuts, just get just, him. We've padded out a two-minute podcast to almost 11 minutes. So that in itself is a miracle. Uh, Rids, thank you for your thoughts on Marlon Pickett. And if anyone wants to know anything about his grand final, they can feel free to message me on the page, okay, on Facebook. Yeah, you'll happily talk about it, as will half of the members of the coaches panel talk about his incredible grand final performance. If you want to go and read the article on Marlon or any of the other players revealed so far in the 50 most relevant, you can go and do that now at coachespanel.tv. Just one player left in the 50 most relevant. It shouldn't be too hard to figure out who it is or why he's there. Tomorrow, we drop the article on this player.